This is Getting Lit with Linda Mora, the podcast where you can come and get lit, Canadian lit, that is. Join Linda as she talks about authors in Canada and sometimes with them, using her expertise to shed light on recent and not-so-recent writers. And now, get set for Getting Lit with Linda. Hi, this is Linda Mora, the writer and host of Getting Lit with Linda. I'm speaking about a children's literature book today. Now, I know because it's children's lit, sometimes people assume it may not be able to speak to those above a certain age. That's often not the case, and it's certainly not the case for today's spotlighted book, Archie Celebrates Diwali. In fact, in view of its message about sharing the light, I'd like to add a special dedication to this week's episode to my very beloved nephew, I had said in a past episode that my parents were the people I loved most on this planet, but of course, I feel the same way about my nephew, with whom I often shared stories when he was younger, when we weren't actually making them up together. Well, I learned a lot in reading Archie Celebrates Diwali, and not only about Diwali itself. The book has been written by Mitali Roos, currently based in Montreal, but born in Houston, Texas. Her daughter refers to the family, therefore, as Quebecsans or Texois, a lovely way of embracing both places and cultures and languages. I also love the complexity of her national, or more properly, international claims to identity. I especially love the fact that in her freshman year of college, Matali Ruth appeared on the TV trivia game show Jeopardy. She actually met Alex Trebek made it to the semifinals, and then used the prize money to buy her first car. Let me just say that I'm delighted to have this Texwa on this episode to talk about her new children's book, one that I think is infinitely relatable and illustrated with these lush images by Parvinder Singh. Well, here's my conversation with Matali Ruths about Archie Celebrates Diwali. Hi, Mitali. Welcome to Getting Lit with Linda. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on this podcast with you. What an amazing treat. I'm so excited about this. This is my first time ever on a podcast. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm sitting in my bedroom, which is also my closet, which is also my <laughs> home office. And I even dressed up today, which means I wore jeans and a slightly nicer than usual t-shirt. And I put on mascara and lip gloss for you. So I made an effort because I am getting lit with Linda today. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Can I just say that I am honored to be on the Canadian Literature Podcast? <laughs> it still feels strange to think of myself as an author. And I am so grateful for you and everyone else who is supporting me on this journey. It's a wonderful, wonderful book, Natalia. The Listeners can't see, of course, that I'm holding a copy of this wonderful book in my hands and I'll circulate images. I'm glad you've painted a picture for them so that they could see you, in, in essence, in your closet with your mascara on. <laughs> but they'll certainly get to see photos or pictures. They'll see a cover of the book when I circulate it. So thank you so much. I was going to start with the question, tell us a little bit about the inspiration for this book. How did it come about? I think I've always loved telling stories to my family and friends. It feels really special that all my hard work turned into something so beautiful to share. My debut picture book, Archie Celebrates the Wally, was illustrated by the talented Parwinder Singh. And I mean, 
as you said, his illustrations, the cover, the beautiful images inside, that's really what brings the story to life. And this book was released a few weeks ago on September 14th. So my book is a Virgo. (laughs) I uh, both believe and don't believe in astrology, but I grew up around people who have superstitions around horoscopes and astrological predictions. So so maybe that's a good segue into telling you a little bit more about me and how I came to write this story. And then maybe we can talk about how it got turned into a book. Excellent. I can tell you a little bit about Diwali first, maybe in case there are people who don't know what Archie is celebrating. Wonderful. Um, Yeah, I grew up in Houston, Texas. Every year, my family celebrated important Hindu festivals. My parents are actually from West Bengal. So the big celebration for us was Durga Pujo to celebrate the goddess Durga. But we belong to a larger Indian community. So we celebrated Diwali which people think of as the happiest festival in India, the Festival of Lights. Yes. Something that makes it special, it is the only festival celebrated throughout India by people of all religions. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Like Hindus, Sikhs, Jains, Buddhists, more than one billion people celebrate Diwali all over the world. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was celebrated in Texas, where I grew up, in Canada, mm-hmm. where we live now, in the US, United Kingdom, Australia, Guyana, Trinidad, Caribbean, South Africa, literally all over the world. That's amazing. And like Christmas, it's more than a day. It's like a season and a spirit. Mm-hmm. People light rows of lamps and place them on sills around their houses. They set fireworks pray for wealth and good fortune for their families and communities. They distribute sweets and send greeting cards to family and friends. Um, For most devotees, Diwali celebrates the homecoming of Lord Rama and his wife Sita to their kingdom, Ayodhya, after defeating Ravana, the demon king in the incredible epic (laughs) Ramayana. That's the origin story of Diwali. To celebrate the arrival of King Rama and Queen Sita, which you probably saw on that one spread in the book. I did. I did. I I have seen the book. It's marvelous. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) The people of Ayodhya decorated their homes and city by lighting these small oil lamps called Diyas. Mm. The name Diwali comes from Deepavali. Deepa meaning light and Vali meaning a line or ray. Ah. In the book, Archie explains what Diwali is about to her friends. She does. Hang on. Let me find it. (laughs) I have my copy of the book in front of me too. Okay, here it is. She says, We celebrate Diwali to remember that evil and darkness can't win against all our lights shining together. Beautiful. The book has this kind of beautiful resonance to it. In a way, it reflects the very meaning of Diwali itself. That is, it's a bringing together of people. And that's what is represented inside the book as well. Is that one of the motivations? What, what was the motivation for writing this book? Thank you so much for saying all of that, Linda. It means so much to hear the positive reaction that Archie Celebrates Diwali has had with you and with other people who've had it. I am blessed with three kids. No matter what else I do in life, I know that they are the most important creations I've put forth into the world. They're amazing, ages 12, 10, and almost seven. My husband, Derek, is white, but Desi at heart. Desi is a South Asian who lives abroad, someone part of the diaspora from the Indian subcontinent. He has some great Bollywood dance moves, and he participates in sharing the joy and culture from India with our kids. 
Have you seen the Disney Pixar short animation, Sanjay Super Team? I have not. Okay, I highly recommend checking it out. It is fabulous. But there is a fantastic illustrated version of the Ramayana, the epic behind the story of Diwali by the Disney Pixar animator, Sanjay Patel. Anyway, it's called Ramayana Divine Loophole. My son absolutely loves it. The pictures are bright and colorful. Every page is beautiful. And after reading it, I wanted to find a picture book about Diwali itself to read to my kids. I mean, I know their upbringing will be different from mine, but I wanted to pass on the Mm. most important traditions, Mm. something that helps them connect to their South Asian roots. Mm. But I couldn't find a story that reflected the American, the Canadian celebration of Diwali. No kidding. The way I celebrated in Texas. So I wrote one and I dedicated it. Let me turn to the first page to my wonderful family and the vibrant Texas community who raised me. That was really, truly beautiful. So in other words, you're you're filling in this gap. There really wasn't a, a book or a prototype of this kind before. It's amazing to me to realize or to understand that there was no such book. It's really surprising to me too. And I feel really grateful that actually this year, so many amazing picture books by South Asian writers and illustrators have been brought forth into the world. And I feel so lucky that I get to be a part of that almost renaissance of South Asian Mm. stories and being able to share this one in particular with people to let them know more about an important celebration around the world, Diwali. Tell me a little bit about the collaboration with the illustrator. So Again, my listeners won't really have much by way of the actual content of the book until we start circulating at least the cover of the book. And they'll have a sense of what the illustrations are like, given the cover, the beautiful, evocative cover. Tell me a little bit about how you came about working with this particular illustrator. Okay, maybe I'll back up and just tell you about how the story became a book, the story behind that. That's great. Well, I didn't know anybody in publishing, so I decided to join SCBWI, the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. So if you're out there and you're thinking about making your first picture book or any book, I recommend finding a community of other people who love stories. I went to connect at the SCBWI conference in Los Angeles in the before times. It was a mix of inspiration and overwhelm, (laughs) even before the pandemic and months of quarantine. Linda, I didn't like being in spaces with hundreds of people. Oh, no, no. (laughs) But this experience was definitely worth it. The the last event at the conference, I had a small group roundtable. Everyone in the room got to share the first few pages of a book they'd written with an agent. And that's how I forged a connection with the warm and generous person who became my agent, Victoria Wells now at HG Literary in New York. Shout out to Victoria Wells. Shout out to Victoria. I sent her the first draft of what would become Archie Celebrates Diwali in early 2018. That's right. 2018. And it was rejected by many publishers, but you can have dozens and dozens of no's, Linda, and all you need is one yes. And that yes came from my editor at Charles Bridge, the phenomenal Karen Boss. 
Shout out to Karen Boss. Shout out to Karen. <laughs> she saw the potential in this story and helped me revise and find the emotional heart of it. This is where hard work meant good luck. It's where good karma and the universe put me in the path of the right person. Hmm. Karen has a personal connection to this story. Her sister is like my husband, Derek, white, but they see at heart. And she hmm. worked and Karen uh, works for Charles Bridge, which is a publisher. Let me just read you this blurb from their website. Charles Bridge is committed to seeking new voices, new visions, and new directions in children's literature. They believe books for children should offer accurate information, promote a positive worldview, and embrace a child's innate sense of wonder and fun. Mm -hmm. And that's what the story of Archie Celebrates Diwali is all about. I believe that. I, after having read it, I think that is what it is about. Yes. Thanks, Linda. Um, the apocryphal origin story of the book is that Karen was reading a bunch of manuscripts, including the draft that would become Archie Celebrates Diwali over the winter holidays in 2018. Her niece and nephew discovered the draft. I'm a storyteller, so my brain has definitely turned this story into a Disney Pixar short <laughs> animation in my head. But they like the story. And Karen saw its potential. She talked to my agent who told me the great news. That is such a, a serendipitous moment that just blossomed into this book. And there's even more serendipity. The luck just kept coming. So I am not a talented writer-illustrator like Sanjay Patel. Oh. So the Charles Bridge team had to pair me with an illustrator. That's how traditional publishing works. The writer sends the words. The publisher does some story matchmaking to bring the perfect picture book to market. And in this case, the match with an illustrator was absolutely incredible. How was it incredible? Well, this is where good karma in the universe put me in the path of the right person. And that's Parvinder Singh. He has been drawing since childhood. He's worked in animation and he likes exploring different art styles. He illustrated the book, Let's Eat Mealtime Around the World. And he has this wonderful online portfolio. As someone who isn't an illustrator, I encourage all artists to put your work out there, share a portfolio, because it can help you grow and create opportunities. Mm. Parwinder um, lives overseas in Jamshedpur, India, and he posted one image in particular of an Indian family around a campfire. Mm -hmm. The way he played with lights and darks, the color and texture, it really spoke to all of us. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was so lucky. We were all so lucky that he agreed to illustrate. He sent pencil sketches and made, then made the illustrations digitally on Photoshop with a tablet and pen, and they're incredible. Mm -hmm. He uses such bright color and includes so much detail. Um, why is the, including that detail so special? This book feels really special because both the writer and the illustrator are South Asian, and we're both writing about our own experiences celebrating Diwali. So when he illustrates the food or the clothing mm -hmm. or some of the decorations around Diwali, it's done with somebody who cares about, knows about, and celebrates the holiday. So you see the real plate of sweets that... Archie has. And they're almost like mm -hmm. Easter eggs for South Asian people who can recognize and see some of those details in there. They're authentic. It has an authenticity to it that matches the spirit of the Wali. You're working digitally across national boundaries. How did you work uh, to get those images 
in cooperation with the text. Do you know what I mean? Well, yes, I do know what you mean. And I'm fortunate enough to have a wonderful working relationship with Karen and the whole Charlesbridge team. I'll do some shout outs to Diane Early, Donna Spurlock, Jordan Standridge, Jennifer Delaney, and I'm sure other interns and assistants and members of the team that I didn't exchange emails with. They feel like friends, and I'm so lucky to have everyone on Team Archie. Publishing books is really a team sport. So as a writer, I really worked with the editor to finalize the words. Mm -hmm. And then there was a team of people who laid out the text, the art director who interacted with the illustrator to send me initial sketches. Then I gave feedback. And then we got to the final design. Mm -hmm. You know, I worked with an art director, a layout director, somebody who puts together the final product, the hardcover copy that you get to hold and see, as well as the digital version. Did you ever work directly with Parwinder or was this always mediated by uh, the publishing house? So our professional interactions have always been mediated through the publishing house, Mm -hmm. but We live in this magical time of social media, so I feel lucky enough that I got to connect with Parwinder outside of our professional relationship through Instagram and WhatsApp. And even though we've never met in person, we've forged a creative partnership through this book. And I hope that we will get to work on other projects together in the future, too. That's brilliant. Um, So is there anything that you would do differently? I think I learned a lot in the process of writing and editing this book. And those lessons learned are things that I can carry forward into the next draft, into the next book. I think it's just understanding how the relationship works, how to participate in the team. I'm really lucky to work with Charles Bridge because they really asked for my input in a lot of places as a writer. And so I got to have a hand in making a lot of these decisions. One early minor criticism that stung just a little bit is that there was an omission by not saying that Diwali is a specifically a Hindu holiday. And initially in the book flaps, that is what Charles Bridge had placed. But as a writer, I pointed out that Diwali is actually celebrated. It is a unifying festival in India, something that is celebrated by these four major religions, not just Hindus, but Sikhs, Jains, Buddhists, and other people all around the world. And I wanted it to be inclusive. It explains why that that omission would be there. And it's an important omission because you're suggesting that to do that would be to narrow or constrain the reach of the book. That's it. And I think We're already, you can sense it in the world, Linda, like we're all divided. And I want, Diwali is really such a beautiful celebration of unity and community and coming together of people and everybody else. It's a timely book. I would completely agree with what you're saying. I was intrigued by how the book starts, and I think it bears upon what we're actually saying right now. So it makes um, references to cultural practices that one may not be familiar with, but it doesn't try to explain them right away. And I was fascinated by that, although they're explained later. I absolutely love this as a strategy, which I think it is. So 
Thank you so much. So I wanted to know why you decided to take this approach. It's, it works so well. Maybe at this point, I should tell you more about the story of Archie Celebrates the Wally. Perfect. So like Archana or Archie for short. I chose the name Archana because the name means someone who worships, especially through rituals such as pujas or ceremonies. Mm. And also I like the name of British actress Archana or Archie Punjabi. You may know her as the Emmy winner for The Good Wife and also appearing in the classic Bend It Like Beckham. Yes. So... Archie loves Diwali, the South Asian Festival of Lights, and this year she invites her friends from school, which makes her excited but also anxious. And then sure enough, one thing after another goes wrong, including the power going out. Archie feels pretty sure this is the worst Diwali ever, until her friends ask what the holiday is really about. By the end of the family's party, Archie herself also develops an appreciation for Diwali. Um, I feel really fortunate and grateful that this story right now, at this moment, where so much is going on in every corner of the world to bring out a book with this message, have courage, spread light, find joy. That's the message. Include people in your life, in who you are, in your story. Have courage, spread light, find joy. Be curious about other people, too, in a way that is not threatening or non-judgmental. And so there's this wonderful moment when all of the children are sitting together and they are curious and they accept their differences. It is such a, an exquisite moment in the book. You had said earlier that Karen appreciated the heart of the story. I wonder if that's what you meant when you said that this is the heart or that this is the heart that she appreciated. Is that what you meant? She helped me find the emotional thread through the story, through all these little changes. In a picture book, you're working with less than a thousand words. So you have to convey the full story very succinctly. And, you know, I've heard this joke that if you're a writer with anxiety, all of your characters will have anxiety. (laughs) And And so kind of like me, Archie has this anxiety about, And don't we all about being seen, being seen for fully how we are. She Mm -hmm. invites her school friends for the first time into her house. And she doesn't know how they're going to like her favorite holiday. Yeah. But she also doesn't know how they're going to view her family. At the beginning, when she's getting ready and helping her family prepare, she obviously loves her family, but... You know, Dida's making this curry. Maybe it's going to be too spicy. Her uncle, poppy uncle, is telling this joke. And she's just like, oh, is Dida going to sing too much karaoke? Are my friends going to like the food? Is poppy uncle going to tell too many jokes? What will my What will my friends think of my family about who I am when I'm at home and not at school? And then mm-hmm. she has this other moment, which I think is a very real experience, something that I've experienced. When her friend Seema comes over, Seema's also Desi or of South Asian roots. And she shows up to the Diwali party, but she's not wearing Indian clothes. So there's this moment where you realize that even when you're part of the same community or the same culture or the same celebration, there are many different ways that people celebrate and honor their culture, their roots, their heritage. Mm -hmm. And... Archie has that moment where she 
she's not sure if she wants to change out of her clothes yeah. because she, this is the first time her friends from school would see her dressed up like this. Yeah. But as you said, you know, like Archie is really lucky to have a wonderful multicultural community all around her. And uh, she gets to share the celebration of Diwali with all of them and in turn see her family and her traditions in a new way as something that she could really share to bring all of the people around her into it. She is looking forward to spreading the light, to having even more people at her celebration next year. That's a beautiful culmination to the book. After the storyline is resolved, there is this wonderful addition to the book, which I've not seen well, I've not seen in many children's books, but um, there's a description at the end about the different stories. There's a glossary. Um, and then there's also a, a make your own. Oh, do I want to make sure I pronounce this correctly? Dias? Yeah, make your own Dia. The Dia is really a symbol of Diwali. Mm-hmm. On Diwali, people around the world write light millions of Dias. Um I absolutely love the additional apparatus to the book. Thanks. Yeah, there is a glossary and um, additional reference materials at the end because the hope is that this will be a book that will serve as a tool in classrooms and libraries to help kids and classrooms learn more about Diwali. And so it's hard to fit in everything in a single picture book. And it goes back to Charles Bridges' mission to create these books with real information, accurate information to help Mm -hmm. kids understand and connect with new voices and new stories. It seems to me that it has a couple of objectives. One of them is to teach young children about Diwali. It is to celebrate a book that celebrates Diwali. It's a book that has a, a message about community and building bridges and understanding. If these are its objectives, I think it it succeeds beautifully. Oh, thank you, Linda. And I'd like to do something special for listeners of Getting Lit with Linda. <laughs> you can send me a message on Instagram at Mitali Roots or fill out the contact form on my website, MitaliRoots.com, to receive signed book plates and stickers for Archie Celebrates the Wally. Oh, I hope I can get in on that. Absolutely. <laughs> Mitali, thank you so much for joining me today on Getting Lit with Linda. Could we just let our listeners know where they can get copies for their own purposes? Yes. If you would like to get a copy of Archie Celebrates the Wally, you can find it wherever books are sold. You should definitely support local bookstores. For our Canadian listeners, you can order from my local bookstore, La Petite Drawn and Quarterly, And if you leave a note, I am happy to sign your copy before it gets sent out to you. Otherwise, uh, you can find it online. You can also always find, I'm sure, a copy of this book at your local library. I'm sure it's going to be distributed at local libraries everywhere. Yes, and I would just say, like, if you don't see a copy at your local library, one way to really help an author is to request a copy at your local library or your school library or to donate a copy there. Brilliant. Thank you, Mitali, for joining me. I'm looking forward to sharing this podcast with family and friends, and I hope all of you will too. Getting lit with Linda with my friend Linda Mora. Thank you for having me here today and spreading the light. Thank you for being part of my author journey. And if you'd like to follow along, once again, you can find me on Instagram at Mitali Roots. 
I want to thank again my guest, Mitali Ruths, for chatting with me about her book, Archie Celebrates Diwali, in honor, in fact, of Diwali. We'll have a special episode in a couple of weeks related to the finalists of the Quebec Provincial Literary Prizes. In the meantime, thank you for joining me again today, my dear listeners. That was Getting Lit with Linda, hosted by Linda Mora. If you have a topic you would like to see covered, write to us at gettinglitwithlinda at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope you continue to get lit.